As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. there fellow skin suits this is ember angel and nikki do you love true crime of, of course, course you do do you crave all the true details hidden in each case of, of course, course you do. do do you have a dark sense of humor and need a touch of comedy to balance out those gory details of, of course, course you, you do, do. Are you okay with language that would make a sailor blush? Of course you are. If you answered yes, then you should come hanging out with us, the gory gals of the Color Me Dead podcast. Come play with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Color Me Dead Pod or Color Me Dead Podcast. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, and Overcast, or any other podcast app. We release on Wednesdays because on Wednesdays we wear murder. Don't forget to wear your sunscreen. Spay and neuter your pets. Use the buddy system. And, and stay out of chalk, chalk lines. lines. Goodbye! Hey everyone! Hey guys! I'm Brittany. I'm Justine. I forgot my name for a second there. Sorry. That's fine. You've been drinking. Welcome to episode 40, the big 4-0. We are the big 4-0. Yeah. It's about damn crime. Your favorite true crime podcast. <gasps> yes. Yes. We are. And guys, we had a promo in the beginning. Yeah, this week. And uh, it's Color Me Dead. Yeah. So... You obviously heard it in the promo. Um, they're three gals talking true crime, and they do not skimp out on the gory details. No, we skimp out on the gory details well, most times. If it was me, I wouldn't. But Justine has a weak stomach, so I don't like doing it. Yeah. So um, yeah, go check them out. Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna go through the social means real fast uh-huh. and, quick, and quick like. Mm-hmm. Um, we, if you want to follow us, we're on Facebook and Instagram at It's About Damn Crime. Like Justine says, run together, space it out. We're there, you'll find us. Mm-hmm. We are also on Twitter and Snapchat at IADC Podcast. So find us there, follow us, love us, like it, fuck it, you know. Oh, oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> Um, guys, we spruced up the Patreon page. We did. We uh, gave her a facelift. She did. She got a facelift. Yeah. It's very, very pretty. Yeah. So, so go check her out. Go check her out. That's what we made the video for, guys. 
Yeah, by the way. The, the little still... <laughs> Nothing real exciting was happening for us. Yeah. I think you post you posted it um, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so if you want to see that, go to uh, www.patreon.com slash iadcpodcast. Uh, yeah. We had three tiers there. Go check it out. Consider uh, becoming a patron and yeah. helping us out. Yeah. Love you. Thanks, guys. Love you in advance. And thank you in advance. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh, oh, we also have merch now, guys. We made it a little easier for you to access. Uh, you can just go to our website, www.itsaboutdamncrime.com. I don't know why I have to say www all the time like you know. Yeah. I just like saying www really fast. So uh, there's a banner at the top of the website when you pull it up. You can just click on the banner and it will take you directly to the merch website. Yeah. Um, and then while you're there, you can also pick up a whistle. The whistle is no longer under the merch tab on the website. It is under Get Your Whistle, I think. Get Your Whistle. I don't remember what I named it. <laughs> Something about a whistle. And then also while you're there doing all those things, you can like go to the Stranger Danger tab, fill out the form, and send us a story about a time that you were in danger with a stranger. Yeah. Unless you are the stranger, then we don't want to. No hear it Mm-mm-mm-mm. and if you could set an audio that would be great thank you yeah we really appreciate those are fun for us <laughs> we love audio we do we do uh guys go uh rate review and subscribe we are at 63 reviews still we got no reviews this week guys what okay uh, you know what let's make this uh goal a little bit smaller let's just instead of hitting 100 just take us to 70 yeah let's try to get to 70 in the next week till next oh that's a you got a week deadline. You got a short term. Got you got a short term deadline. They got seven reviews in seven days. <gasps> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, guys. Uh, when you rate, review, subscribe, it'll keep you up to date when an episode gets released, yeah. and it'll help people find us when you yeah. review. Yeah, and if you guys aren't on a platform that allows rates and reviews, uh, just tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend that helps us out. I, word of mouth helps us out a lot. We get so happy when you guys tell us, like, oh, I made my friend subscribe, yeah. or oh, I did this, or Lindsay, I, I, or told Lindsay, the cat- I made my chick at Best Buy subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because we let that made us real happy. Love, yeah, we love it. And um, we have a fun segment coming out or coming at the end. So yeah. stay tuned for that. Something brand new. Yeah. Brand spanking new. We haven't done it yet. No. So it it'll be, be fun. it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And since we have merch now at the store, mm-hmm. for you $5 patrons, mm-hmm. we are going to be updating you guys with promo codes that include free shipping, discount codes, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. And then if you're at that $3 tier, we're going to start um, releasing the blooper rolls to you guys. Yeah. We do a blooper roll here and there, so when we post those up, we'll make them available to you to listen to as well. Yeah. So, go to Patreon. Okay. Okay. All right. Are we ready? We are so fucking ready. All right. Let's get this show on the road. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now, get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.
Okay, so in 1897, on what appeared to be a rocky and infertile area, a land in Osage County, Oklahoma, oil was first discovered. They struck oil. Yep. The Osage Nation had been placed there in 1871. So it was like 20, what, 26 years earlier? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Osage Nation had been placed there um, by the white folks because it seemed like a good place to put them without having to give up any of the good fertile land for themselves. So uh, the Osage, they unbeknownst gave their land to the white folks. Mm-hmm. Right, because they tricked them. Yeah, they tricked the white folks exactly. And um, so the Osage, they needed they needed more land, so they just bought land from the Cherokee, mm-hmm. and they picked that rocky land because it wasn't plowable. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nothing's gonna happen to us here. Right. Nobody's gonna want this fucking land. It's rocky. You can't do shit on here. Right. Yeah. They'll just leave us alone. Little did they know. The Osage people were sitting on some of the largest oil deposits in the United States. And just how important that oil was going to become. Yep. Oil's important, man. Yep. By 1920, the market for oil had gotten so huge, and the Osage owned the mineral rights to those big, giant oil plots under their land. So practically, overnight, the Osage people went from being some of the poorest people to being... Fucking rich as fuck. Yep. Many of the Osage used their royalties to send their kiddos to private schools. Some got those luxury buggies, which are <laughs> those cars, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I read that um, those cars before all the before the oil struck and everything like that those cars were black. Mm-hmm. But then when the oil struck and now the the buggies had like co- like colors on them now. That's weird. That is just so weird. I don't understand. I didn't understand it. Um, so yeah, the Osage, the Osage members, they started dressing fancy. They're buying expensive clothes and jewelry. They're looking like hot fire, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they started traveling. Started hitting up Europe. They were like, "Bye, bitches. <laughs> we out." You know what's funny is that um, that because the Osage members, they were. They became rich overnight. Um, many white people were working for them. Yep. So they would, so these uh, white folks, uh, some of them, they worked as chauffeurs. Mm-hmm. They worked as maids. Mm-hmm. So it's funny when you see back then, you look at a the picture. The role reversal. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. You see a picture of, you see those carriages and you see the Native Americans in the back, Mm -hmm. and you see the white people in the front driving driving it. (laughs) It's crazy. So in 1923 alone, the Osage Nation brought in $30 million that they split amongst 2,000 tribe members, uh, which boils down to $15,000 a person. Ah, that's a lot of fucking money back then. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 1923, a lot of money. Yeah. Especially when you take into consideration that the $30 million today would be about mm, $400 million. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Meaning each person would be making $200,000 a year. Fuck. I wish I was making that much money a year. Right. I'm mad now. So that's good money today, but it's not like rich bitch status. 
that would inspire people to talk about it. No, you're making 200 grand. You're making great money, but no one's talking about you. Mm-hmm. But in 1925, that $30 million was quite the sensation. And all across the country, newspapers started talking about the Osage Nation and their new wealth. And along with the news reporters came tens of thousands of oil workers and many more white opportunists. Quote, air quotes, opportunists. <laughs> people just looking to make a buck by whatever means necessary. Yep. So we'll come back to those opportunists in, in just a minute. Because first we got to talk about our stupid government. Yes. And how they've always been stupid. Yes. <laughs> uh... So the things we read on this used big fancy words and lots of big fancy government terms that were boring and nobody cares about. Yeah. So we've dumbed it down. We've dumbed down the facts. Yeah. For, for ourselves. For ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so we can actually explain what happened. So basically in 1907, some federal department called the Department of Interior joined forces with the Bureau of Indian Affairs and leased out the rights to search and dig for oil on the Osage Nation's 657 acres of land. In return, the Osage held all the rights and collected all the royalties in any production. As long as you were a half-blooded Osage... You any were... oil production. Yeah, so any oil that they pulled from. Yeah. Um, as long as you were a half-blooded Osage, you were given these oil rights, and as soon as that person died, those rights were handed down to their legal heirs. Whether those heirs were Osage or not. Mm-hmm. So... If you say if I married an Osage mm-hmm. member who mm-hmm. had um, oil rights, mm-hmm. if that member died, I would get the oil rights, right? Because I'm the wife, right? That's how it works. Yeah. Even though I'm not Osage blood, right? By you blood, I and I it. think that's how it works now with most probably yeah Native Americans. Like if you, your your whatever it be. Your rights don't hand down to anybody once you die, unless there are a certain percentage mm-hmm. of bloodlines. Yeah. So if your kids are halfers and making them 25% at that point, then they don't get shit. Um, and in 1921, the United States Congress passed a law that required a court-appointed guardian be assigned to manage each Osage person's royalties and financial affairs. The white people in the area believed that the Osage would not be able to manage their new money, but more importantly, they just wanted a piece of the pie. Yeah, so these, um, so the BIA, which is the Borough of Indian Affairs, Mm -hmm. because, okay, so I'm backtracking. So the Osage, uh, some members weren't getting the money that they're supposed to be getting, Mm -hmm. so they would sue. Mm -hmm. And um, because there was such a language barrier, the BIA appointed the tribe members a lawyer which mm-hmm. guardian is guardian, guardian. Mm-hmm. and they would just they would fucking tell them oh you're you know uh this is what's happening they would say like one thing to the native american mm-hmm. the osage member but then they would be doing something differently so the bia was supposed to help the the native americans but they weren't they so the, weren't. The BIA was set up to help the Native Americans, but the guardians that they assigned fucked them. It wasn't the BIA. It was the guardians that they appointed. Yeah. Okay, so the Osage people were making all this money, uh, and then basically the white man was told they couldn't manage all that money, so they needed to. Uh, there was, like, a big language barrier. Yeah. And then they said, okay, if you die, anyone... <laughs> 
anyone. So be it your family, your lawyer, your guardian, your doctor, whoever could scam their way in. Yeah. <laughs> Who wasn't from the Osage bloodline could start collecting your money. Basically, they set them up for failure. And more importantly, they set them up to be taken advantage of. Oh, I for sure. They were trying to do something helpful for them and then just wound up fucking them in the process. Because they wanted money. Yeah. Dude, money makes people crazy yeah. and do, like, horrible things. In 1924, the Department of Interior charged two dozen guardians of the Osage with corruption. They had swindled the Osage. So, <clears throat> these guardians were responsible for protecting the Osage's money, and instead, they were stealing it. Yeah. They had taken millions of dollars out of the Osage hands. Mm-hmm. In 1929, $27 million was reported as still being held by the Guardian system. These people were managing the money of 883 Osage families, and they were stealing it. All these Guardians were able to settle out of court and didn't receive any other punishment, letting people know it was totally okay to take advantage of the Osage. They looked weak, like they couldn't handle anything themselves. Like, all this money was coming in, and they were like, you, you can't take care of it. we got to hire someone for you. And now these people are stealing from you, and you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. It just made them look, like, stupid well, almost, because, you know? Because, again, the fucking language barrier. Yeah, they just didn't know any better. And these guardians were supposed to be their interpreters. They were supposed to be there to protect them, and they yeah, didn't. Yeah, and they didn't. They failed. All um, because they wanted money. Yeah. Uh... So, again, when there's a shit ton of money involved, people don't just steal. They eventually kill. Mm-hmm. In the early 1920s, in Osage County, Oklahoma, 18 Osage people were murdered. Colorado newspapers reported the murders as the, quote-unquote, reign of terror on the Osage Reservation. And many of the murders involved the same family. So, we're going to focus on them because we're... We're on a fucking time limit. Yeah. We're on a time crunch. Yeah. I mean, if we want to talk about this whole thing, we'd be here for, like, Days. probably another, act- yeah. another extra, like, four hours. <laughs> so, on May 27th, 1921, local hunters discovered the decomposed body of 25-year-old Anna Kyle in a remote ravine in Osage County. Unable to find the killer, local authorities ruled her death as accidental due to alcohol... Alcohol. <laughs> no, due to alcohol poisoning and put the case aside. They shoved it aside, whatever. They're like, alcohol poisoning because, okay, when they found her body, uh-huh. there was whiskey, mm-hmm. a bottle of whiskey by her body. Good cover. And then, check this out, when they lifted her body up, mm-hmm. her scalp, top of her scalp came off, kind of. That's totally alcohol poisoning. And they found a bullet wound in the back of her head. Oh, my God. So, clearly, she had been shot in the head. Why did they say it was alcohol poisoning? Because she was a sage and nobody gave a fuck? Yeah. Okay, so, Anna Kyle was divorced, so probate awarded her estate to her mother, Lizzie Kyle. Later the same day Anna was found dead, the body of Charles Whitehorn was discovered near, I can't say this word, Pahuska. Charles was Anna's, Anna's cousin, and ha- he had been shot to death. That's sad. Yeah. Two months later, Anna's mother, Lizzie, she was killed as well. By that time, Lizzie had the oil rights for herself and had inherited the oil rights from her late husband and two daughters, making her heirs 
rich as fuck. Yeah. She then, had all those oil rights. And then Charlie Whitehorn was fighting the government, basically, because there was too many people trying... Basically, there was too many people claiming they were Osage and receiving oil rights that were not. Basically, yeah. So he tried to fight it in Washington. He lost... Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of people on the... So the Osage keep a roll book. Mm-hmm. There's people that didn't belong in that roll book. Yeah. It's basically all the tribal members and mm-hmm. what what percentage of Osage blood that they have in them. Yeah. And there's people on there that shouldn't have been on there and mm-hmm. he's fighting it because those people were taking money off the pot that mm-hmm. wasn't theirs. Exactly. Yep. And so... And then magically he turned up dead. So... Mm-hmm. Magically. Magically. Then on February 6, 1923, Henry Rowan, also known as Henry Rowan Horse, <laughs> who was another cousin of Anna Kyle, was found in his car on the Osage Reservation, dead from a shot in the head. Then on March 10, 1923, a bomb demolished the Fairfax, Oklahoma house of Anna's sister, Rita Smith, and her husband, Bill. The blast instantly killed Rita and her servant, Nettie Brookshire. Later, on March 14th, Bill Smith died of massive injuries from the blast. I think all he had was, like, a bruise. Yeah, so... But it was all, like, what, intern- I have this in here. I don't know what happened to it. So he died right after he gave a statement to police about the whole thing that had happened. Oh, shit. And then magically he was dead. Yeah. After that. Magically. Again, magically. Later, a man named Kelsey Morrison admitted to murdering Anna Kyle and testified that William Hale had asked him to do so. Now, I bet you're all wondering, who the fuck is William Hale? Well, we about to tell you. No, no. Just kidding. (laughs) You guys research and then let us know. (laughs) Okay, so before we get into William Hale, we got one more family member to talk about from the above-mentioned Kyle family. And her name was Molly. Molly was Anna's and Rita's other sister and Lizzie's other daughter. Mm -hmm. Molly was also married to Ernest Burkhart, who just so happened to be William Hale's nephew. And the reason for all the murder and mayhem. So Molly could collect her whole family's oil rights. And then the plan was William and Ernest would kill Molly, making Ernest the sole heir to the Osage family's money. Ugh, gross. To me. He's trash. William is, like, plotting this whole shit, right? And he's like, okay, Ernest, you're going to get all this money. If I were Ernest, I would be real afraid that I would be next on the list. Uh, Because that money's not in William's hands still. Like, it's all in Ernest's hands. Yeah, but that's his nephew. I mean, if William can get Ernest to kill... Yeah. You know, uh, Molly, his wife, you know, was, quote-unquote, wife. Yeah. I'm sure he can charm his way to tell Ernest, oh, give me the money. Yeah, or just kill or, Ernest. I feel like he'll probably just kill him. But that's his nephew. Why would he they, kill him? Oh, they all turned on each other. They didn't give a fuck. Oh, my God. I don't think he would kill his nephew. He was killing all kinds of people. You think family matters to people like that? Well, no, when no, his no, family's no. helping him, maybe. I don't think so. Hey, I think when you're a maybe. monster, you're a monster. Maybe. No. Maybe. I don't agree. Maybe. Mm. Well, did he kill him? No. So shut up. No, they didn't kill him because they all... Conspired. <laughs> so this whole plot to steal all this money from Molly and her family is insane because William Hale had already made a fucking fortune raising cattle elsewhere in Texas, I think, right? I don't remember where we're from. <laughs> um, 
he saw like all this oil shit happening in Oklahoma and was like, I want a piece of that pie, packed up all his shit and took off. He probably should have just stayed where he was farming his cattle and he would have been just fucking fine. Yeah. So not only did he wipe out practically this whole family, but he was also responsible for the deaths of at least 24 other people at the time who had threatened to expose all his shit. So not just Osage people, just people that knew what he was doing, what he was all his illegal to? activities, yeah. and he was just killing people left and right. Uh, also, when you kill an Osage member because they're Native American, there's no jurisdiction. Yeah. It's lawless, so... He felt like he could do whatever the fuck he wanted to them and get away with it. So, one of those people being George Bighart. On June 28th, 1923, George was dying at home when he was put on a train and taken to a hospital in Oklahoma City by William Hale and Ernest Burkhart. At the hospital, doctors suspected that George had ingested poisoned whiskey. Uh, George called attorney William Watkins Vaughn of Pahuska, right? Yep. And asked him to come to the hospital as soon as possible for an urgent meeting. William Vaughn complied, and the two men met that night. No one else knew what the two had discussed, but George died the next morning. Uh, William Vaughn boarded a train that night to return to Pahuska. Pahuska? You know, words are hard. The next morning, when a train employee went to wake him up, William Vaughn was missing from his railroad car. His body was later found, and his skull was crushed. So his body was beside the railroad tracks near Pershing, Oklahoma, about five miles outside of Pawhuska. So basically, George Bighart told William Vaughn some shit about William Hale. So he killed both of them because he was fucking crazy. Yeah, William Vaughn, he had um, substantial evidence that William Hale was up to no No good. good. Yeah. He was on to him? Yep. Okay, so... Thirteen other deaths of full-blooded Osage men and women who had guardians appointed by the courts occurred between 1921 and 1923. By 1925, 60 wealthy Osage had been killed, and their land had been inherited or deeded to their guardians. Basically, local white lawyers and businessmen, right? Yeah. How strange. Yeah. How very strange. Stupid. I'm mad. <laughs> in 1925, tribal elders of the Osage Nation said, enough is enough, and hired the newly organized Federal Bureau of Investigation, a.k.a. FBI, FBI, mm-hmm. as I like to say. The FBI, uh-huh. Yep. They hired them at the De- Department of Justice under its director, J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> That's right, folks. This one was one of the FBI's first most important cases, and J. Edgar... Edgar Hoover had the biggest, biggest veiny boner for it. (laughs) And he wanted all these murders solved stat. Uh, Osage member, Chief Lookout, he wrote a letter to Hoover Mm -hmm. in Washington to open an investigation of the Osage murders. There's shit Mm -hmm. happening, dude. There's, like, so many of them, yeah. Yeah, so that's where um, Hoover was aware of of what the fuck was going on, and he wanted to, you know, solve this shit. So the Osage Tribal Council was on to William Hale. They knew he was responsible for many of the deaths. The Commissioner of Indian Affairs and the Department of the Interior sent four FBI agents to act as undercover investigators. 
They worked for two years and discovered a crime ring of criminals led by William Hale, known in Osage County as the quote-unquote king of the Osage Hills. I mean, let's be real, he probably gave himself that name. And it's, it's fucking stupid. It's so stupid. That's not even a good name. King. King, king, of, the, king of the hill. King of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Dumb, dude. I hate it. You gotta, when you're like like that, you gotta let the other people name you. Yeah, you, you can't, can't name, name yourself. yourself. <sighs> I feel like when you name yourself, that name doesn't usually stick. No, and it sounds stupid. Yeah. Like, I'm self-appointed king. No. Shut Ugh. up. Unless stupid. you're an actual king. Share your mouth. All right. William and his nephews, Ernest and Brian Burkhart, had migrated from Texas to Osage County to find jobs in the oil fields. When they got to Oklahoma, they had realized that the real money was in the Osage people's pockets. And that's when William talked his nephew, Ernest, into marrying Molly Kyle, who was full-blooded Osage. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, he ordered the murders of Anna, Rita, Lizzie, Charles, and Henry Rowan. Like we said earlier... So Molly would inherit all their money and oil rights. In fact, William had somehow made himself the beneficiary on Henry's life insurance policy and had collected 25000 after his death. Dude, he pulled uh, an H.H. An H. H. Holmes right there. When you become somebody's life insurance beneficiary. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I don't. You get in, in goods with that person. Or. I mean, uh, I feel like back then it was he, easy to yeah. just flub shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, when investigators finally figured out what the fuck was going on and went to tell Molly what the fuck was going on, uh, stupid William and Ernest had already begun to poison her. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were already trying to kill her. Sorry, I was burping. Uh, <laughs> due to the investigation of the new baby FBI, William, his two nephews, Brian and Ernest, and one of the ranch hands named John Ramsey were charged with the murder of Molly's or the murders, I should say, of Molly's family. And William Hale was formally charged with the murder of Henry Rowan, who had been killed on the Osage Reservation, making it a federal crime. Um, That's crazy. Um, William Hale and his killer killer (laughs) friends were finally convicted in state and federal trials. Trials, perfect. Trials that were held from 1926 to 1929. These trials dragged because they had changes of venue, hung juries, appeals, and overturned verdicts. But finally, in 1926, Ernest Burkhart pled guilty to being part of the murders. And he only pled guilty after they had started to go after charges for Rita's and her husband's murders. So that oh yeah the fire Mm -hmm. yeah and everyone was turning on them so and rita and her husband's charge like they were going to get the death penalty so ernest was like fuck that i'm guilty (laughs) i'm guilty don't kill me (laughs) (laughs) so finally william and ranch hand john ramsey they're convicted Mm -hmm. john ratted and said that william he snitched yeah John snitched and said that William had promised him $500 and a new car for killing Henry Rowan. So Ramsey met Henry Rowan on a road outside of Fairfax and they drank whiskey together. You know, chummy chummy, Mm -hmm. talking shit, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then John shot Henry in the head. Okay, so first when Henry Rowan died, Mm -hmm. people thought that um, it was... 
it was his wife. Because I guess his wife was having an affair with, oh, with a guy named Roy Bunch. Mm-hmm. And so people were thinking that they, cons- they conspired. conspired together. The uh-huh. wife and Roy, uh, they conspired together and killed Henry. But, nope, it was John Ramsey. Bitch. Mm-hmm. So, William Hale, Ernest Burkhart, and John Ramsey all received life in prison. Brian had turned state's evidence and told on his brother and uncle and got the hell out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. Like, bye. But, in one final fuck you to Molly's family, the three men later received parole. Yep. Molly Burkhart Cobb died of unrelated causes on June 16, 1937, and her children inherited all of her estate. And all the rest of the estates. Because everything else went to her. Oh, yeah. Dude. Jeez. So, in 1925, Congress passed a law prohibiting non-Osage from inheriting oil rights from Osage who had half or more Native American ancestry to try and prevent further crimes against the Osage and to protect them. Basically, like we said earlier... You didn't have the bloodline. You weren't getting the money. Mm-hmm. So all those people that came in and were like, um, I'm your lawyer now and I'm going to help you. Like, they didn't matter if they killed them or not. They weren't getting yeah. that money. Yeah. And then you were telling me about how they were scamming young Osage <gasps> boys. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of sh- a lot of shit going on. <laughs> when an Osage tribe member was sick, would go to the they would go to the doctor the doctor wouldn't help them, but it would, but would give them a shot of like a drug, mm-hmm. and then in turn make that Osage tribe member addicted to narcotics, mm-hmm. and they would have to keep coming back to the doctor and giving them money, giving them money. to get more narcotics. Exactly. Yeah. Um, also, another thing was that the guardians mm-hmm. would supply the young Osage boys with prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Sex workers, whatever the fuck you guys want to call it, whatever. <laughs> Prostitutes. And then they would get these young boys drunk. Mm-hmm. And then the young boys would marry one of the white prostitutes. Mm-hmm. And then the white prostitute would turn around and sue the young Osage boy for alimony. Child support. <sighs> whatever it was. I, no. I don't know if they had children that. Oh. But if they did, they whatever. It would be yeah. for alimony. Yeah. But, um, and then once the fucking slut got the money, <laughs> got the money, she would split it with the fucking guardian. Mm-hmm. It's just all a, a big old scam. Big old scam. It was However insane. they could get them, they were getting them. Yeah, it was crazy. Which is cuckoo bananas. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, okay, so the Department of Interior continued to manage the trust lands and pay fees to the Osage, but in 2000... The tribe filed a lawsuit against the department saying that the federal government's management of the trust assets had resulted in historical losses to its trust funds and interest income. That is all very um, bookish and confusing. Just got a headache. But your girl works in trust funds, so let me tell you. So she knows. Let's go. Your trust collects money throughout the years, okay? They're earning interest. They're... I mean, now they're in stocks, but I don't know if they were back then. But it's constantly growing. So because the government had control over them, they weren't managing them correctly. And all this money that they could have made 
Just went away? Went out the window. Oh, no. Because they weren't paying attention. Like, they weren't paying attention. Like, there's opportunities with that much money to, like, grow. and ma- Especially, well, this is 2000. So, yeah, they are in stocks. And it is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. And nobody's sitting there managing the money to make sure that they're coming out on top. Like, mm-hmm. they're just letting it fly by because it's not their money. Why the fuck do they care? You know? Rude. Um... So, in 2011, the U.S. government, so, you know, 11 years later, (laughs) the U.S. government settled with the Osage people for $380 million, which is not really that much in the grand scheme of things. I roll. Let's see. Three, okay, when did they take over? Let's do some math. When did did they give them the guardians? Okay, 23. It's current, they did it in 2011, so 2011 minus... 1923 that's 88 years so what's 380 million dollars divided by 88 years all right that's like four million a year oh but divided by 2000 members right well that's what it was then it's probably very little now um yeah i don't know how many there are now okay but it say it was still that that 2000 yeah they would have only made two thousand dollars a piece brilliant a year are you fucking kidding me? That's bullshit. Oh, my God. All right. So, the settlement also strengthened management of the tribe's trust assets and improved communications between the Department of Interior and the tribe. So, basically, because it was in court, they're now forced to manage the money better. And now they're communicating better with this stupid department. <laughs> Which I kind of almost feel like, get out of it. The Department of Interior? Yeah, like, why are we even involved? Like, why is the government even involved? Like, just let them... Do what they want Manage to. their own shit. Yeah, manage their own <laughs> shit. Exactly. I don't know. Ugh. Okay. Uh, so the law firm that represented the Osage people said it was the largest trust settlement with one tribe in U.S. history. Which, uh, too little, too late. Nobody was protecting these people when it really mattered. When they were being murdered off and taken advantage of. Who the fuck was looking out for them then? Nobody. 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 <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> and like we said before, there was so many other murders of this age people. So if you're interested, go do... <laughs> I like how we always tell them to go do research. Go do your own research. <laughs> it's all very upsetting to see how poorly all of these... Native American people as a whole... How awful they were treated. I know. Like, it's so upsetting. Yeah. Um, they got shoved away in a corner, right? Because they were almost like a nuisance to the white people. Yeah. They went. They went away. They, they got scammed out of their land and then shoved into this tiny little corner. And then, yeah, it was great for them because they hit oil. But then they got fucked because they hit oil. Yeah. <sighs> a lot of the, uh, like, the old people... Uh, in the tribe, mm-hmm. they just, like, they feel, like, cursed. Yeah. Because, like, they were pushed, like you said, they were pushed into this corner, a.k.a. that rocky, mm-hmm. you know, rocky piece of land, thinking that nobody was going to fuck with them. Yeah. And then, come to find out, there's fucking big-ass oil deposits and people want that fucking money. Yeah. So, here comes in, you know, them being killed mm-hmm. and... All this, they're just being taken advantage of. Yeah. And because they don't know English, they're, the guardians are taking advantage of them, you know. All this shit is happening, or all that shit was happening, and 
It was unfortunate. No, you know, all they're trying, crazy. all they were trying to do is live their fucking life. And the thing is, is like, it's not unfortunate. It's disgusting because we did it to them. You know what I mean? Like all of this stuff that happened to them was like thought out by everyone around them. You know what I mean? Like it was done intentionally to them. So yeah, it's disgusting when you think about it that way. You know what I mean? It's like, Here's another human being, another person, but you think that they're less than you. You think that they're not as good as you, so you get to take what's theirs. Like, what? Yeah. What was theirs first? Oh, dang. Oh, my God. It's so upsetting. So, Just God. to, like, show what a disadvantage they were at. Yeah, dude. So, there was 2,229 members, mm-hmm. right? And out of all of those members, the Osage, um, full-blood Osage, too, mm-hmm. only... 14 mm-hmm. could read and write English. Yeah. And only 40 could actually speak it. So, so that leaves 2,000. <laughs> so that goes 200. And 29. What was it? 19, 10, 29. Like, but that open go- to be tricked. Yeah. That just goes to show you how advanced, like, how um, they just. They, they, they were easily just, taken advantage of yeah, because of the whole. Fucked. Yeah, because they couldn't know. They didn't know English. Like, yeah, sign here. Sign here. Yeah. Sign here. Sign here. And some of them sent away oh, my whole life. And, sign here. Oh, oh dang. Yeah, they were threatened if they didn't sign. Yeah. Oh, we could do this to your children and blah blah. And what are they gonna do? You know. Yeah. And then, um, so another fact. It's not fun fact. Mm-hmm. It's just another fact. Mm-hmm. So, um, money was taken from the Osage account and put into what was called, like, a a civilization fund. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was put into, like, the government, like, opened up a school Mm -hmm. that the Osage members could go at. And there were white people there as well, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, They made them change their clothes. They made them change their They They basically, like, tried to whitewash them. It was fucking Canada all over again. What are those shits called? I forget. Uh, something schools. Oh, I forget. Fuck. Um, damn it! This is when we do two truths and a lie for Highway of Tears. <laughs> and I can't remember what the damn school was called. I forget. Um, uh, but yeah, it's anyways. It's, it's like that. It's they the stripped them thing. away of their culture because they thought it wasn't as good as their culture. Exactly. Exactly. So get out. A lot of fucked up shit. Ha- a lot of fucked up shit happened. Um. They were just... Which would be really great if we could say, like, oh, we've learned and we've grown. But it's like we're still fucked in 2017. Yeah. I just... Like we were in 1870 or so. <laughs> it just felt, like, really bad for them uh, as a whole. It's, it just, like, really upsets me because, you know, it's not their fucking fault that mm-hmm. they... That they decided to go on this rocky plane or whatever. Yeah. And then it happens to have oil. Like, why are you... What... Why do fucking people have to be like that? Why do people have to... It's greed, man. <sighs> greed. It just makes me so angry. Yeah. Anything to get ahead in the game. and I mean, that's not the way to do it, though. You don't do it by stepping on other people's heads. Not even their toes. And you definitely don't do it by killing them. Okay? Definitely don't do that. No. And fuck that William Hill. You know, piece of shit. So, what happened to him? Yeah, I'm curious. You want to know? Mm-hmm. Well, he spent some of his time 
after being paroled in Montana, mm-hmm. working as a ranch hand for one Benny Binion. Hmm. Benny Binion. And uh, William Hill died in 1962. Bye. So, Patreon listeners, let's remember that Binion name because uh, your bonus episode this month is all about that crazy ass family, and it's coming out on Sunday. The uh, what's the, the date, Justine? Uh the 19th. The 19th. Yeah, yeah. those fucking Binion motherfuckers, dude. Woo! Talk about greedy. I have, talk about greedy. Hold on, my notes. So. William Hill. Do I have so many fucking notes about this motherfucker? Uh, okay. Bro. So, discussion panel time. Okay. Okay. So, um, head investigator Luther Bishop, mm-hmm. who was. What a the, name. Yeah. He was um, the head investigator of the Hell Trial, or the Hell Investigation, uh-huh. or the Hell Trial. I'm sorry. The Hell? Uh huh. The Hell. The Hell. H e l l. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell, William Hale? <laughs> so yeah, he was the head investigator of the trial. He was murdered. Of course, he was in December 1926, and that murder has never been solved. Of course. Yeah. So, um, dude, how crazy. Mm-hmm. It's so um, weird because, like, we did okay. So we did, you know, this case, this mm-hmm. episode, I should say, mm-hmm. not the case. And then we also, you know, just recorded our, the Binion episode for Patreon. Go sign up for Patreon. Yeah. And it's like, it's crazy to see how much shit people got away with back then. If you had a little bit of power and a little bit of money. Just like, the shit that you could accomplish. Yeah, dude. Just busting heads and walking away from it. It's uh, crazy. Um. Also, William, I guess he only spent 20 years behind bars mm-hmm. before he was pardoned by Harry Truman. Oh, of course he was. Yeah, in the early uh, 50s because they had connections. William knew a man named, like, Pender Pendergast or some mm-hmm. shit like that. I don't know if he was, like, a mob guy. I don't fucking know who he was. I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, who also knew Harry Truman. They knew the same person. And then... Is that why they all got pardoned? Because they all got off. Oh. No, uh, no it just says William Hill yeah. got pardoned. And then... Um, uh, Ernest and what the fuck is that guy's name? Ernest and his brother. What's his brother's name? He was gone already. Brian. Uh huh. He was gone. It was the other one, the John or something. The ranch hand that went to jail. No, I'm saying Ernest and what's his face? Brian. Brian. After everything, they lived in like a trailer together and. Oh, uh, they're BFs. Holding yeah, hands and they're chain. BFs. Out, out into the sunset. Yeah. So. They died Gross. holding each other like in the notebook, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, gross, gross, gross. Crooked, uh, corrupt craziness. Dude, this whole case is just. It sucks. It, yeah, it does suck. Yeah. So that's depressing, and you're welcome. By yeah. the way, we did not plan any of American murders for the month of Thanksgiving. Oh, no, we didn't. For no. any sort of reason to be clever or anything it yeah. just so happened that um, we were writing out the calendar this is where we landed yeah and then also real quick before we move on um 75 percent of the oil rights mm-hmm. they're in they're still in osage's hands good so give them 100 percent. that's a uh, i know right um but yeah 
Like you said, we didn't plan. No, this is not I don't know how we stumbled upon it. Um, I think probably because when we were doing the Highway of Tears, right? No, we were or, planning out the calendar and we're laying here on the couches in the podcast room and we're like, we need to fill up the... This was like back in July. Because I was like, I'm tired of having to look for a new case every week. So we're like, let's just pick what we're going to do. Pick cases, yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, we were Googling for like an hour. Yeah. And we just stumbled upon it on Google. Google somehow, yeah. Yeah. We plan out our... We're like people that got taken advantage of by the United States. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So. That's that. Yeah. Um, That was kind of like a history lesson. Nobody... Nobody really knows about the Osage no, murders. No, I didn't know about it until now. Yeah, I don't think I knew about it either until we actually, like, mm-hmm. until we stumbled upon it and then we started doing research on it. Chug, 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 chug. This beer is warm as shit. Ugh. Ugh, it tastes like pee. Gross. It's fine. Okay, so uh, we are moving on to... Our segment. Yes, our segment. Okay, so to lighten the mood... Yeah, to lighten our moods. Yeah. Um, we're how are we gonna do this? We are going to do name that song. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna pick a song for Brittany. Because mm-hmm. it has to be something you know, right? Like that I know that you know. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm gonna hum it for her. And I have to guess what to it guess is. What it is. So we're gonna try to see how. Well, we'll probably do like two each. Yeah. Maybe three max. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's just okay, so fucking me... jump into it. I'm just going to put okay. it. Okay. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> okay. Humming is so awkward. It's so awkward. Okay. Are we going to look deeply into each other's eyes? No. Okay. I can't look at you at all. I'm not going to be able to. I'm just going to stare at you. Okay, to not ahead. laugh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> go, fool. Okay, ready? Okay. Oh, man, I suck at humming too. Okay, ready? Okay. Well, you suck at singing, so let's go. <laughs> Dick. Okay. Okay. Oh shit, that's all I had. Okay, right. Oh fuck. Brilliant. Okay. Okay, this it's not gonna go together. There's gonna be a different part. Okay, ready? Oh shit. Okay. 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 What? You suck at this fucking Suck at this game. Okay, ready? Okay, I'm gonna do it again. Oh, uh, kick by the ocean. Okay, ready? Okay, yeah. You're gonna get mine. I'm nervous. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mine was easy. What is that? What song is that? Tearing up. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That was an easy that was an easy one. I know. I'm trying to make this shit go fast. Okay. I have to pick another hard one. (laughs) Oh shit. Now I gotta pick a hard one. Okay. Okay, now Justine's turn. Go ahead. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but hopefully you do. Brilliant. Okay, ready? Can you give me a? 
around the, the world, world turned over. Angels fall without you there. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um, okay, I don't know if you're going to know this song. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay, ready? Rhyme. I have no idea what that is. You don't know? No. It's swing, swing from the tangles up. Fuck it up. Do you not know that song? What song is that? I just started singing it. Ready? Who is that? All American Rejects. Oh. Do you not know that song? That's a lot of organ in the beginning of that song. <laughs> You should have just got in with the uh, guitars. All right, should we do one more? Uh, yeah, let's just do one more. Okay, one more, because this is kind of fun. Okay, I got one. And you'll know this fucking song. I know you'll get it. Okay, I don't have one yet. Okay. Okay, you go first. I just went, fool. Oh. Okay, I got one. Okay. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it Bush? No. Uh, I don't know. John B. Oh! Oh my God. Scotty would have got that one. <laughs> yeah, that's the only John B song that he likes. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was pretty spot on, too, if I do say so myself. Well, I didn't get it, so it wasn't. Well, whatever. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, ready? Uh Uh-huh. your guys' songs and then we're gonna have to that's gonna be a fucking <gasps> nightmare that would be amazing Woo! yeah we'll tweet it out or dude that would be amazing if they could, tweet it out or tweet it if they could give us their audios of songs that they're humming <gasps> and we have to guess and we have to guess oh maybe we'll play a snapchat game snapchat iadc podcast yeah follow it for sure yeah um we have a big announcement sadly we are skipping next week uh, it's Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah. And we have family in town for, like, yeah. a really long time for that whole week and weekend, and we just won't be able to record. We have family coming in town. We're going to be busy. So, unfortunately... No new episode. No new episode. But that's fine, because that's the day before Thanksgiving. Spend time with your family. Yeah, you know, but... um, We're going to do Snapchat. Oh! No, uh, Stranger Danger will be out Monday. That Monday. Uh, which will be... Oh, yeah. Stranger Danger will still be out. Yeah, so it'll Okay, still- so Snapchat Face Swap Challenge is going to be starting November 20th. 
Okay. By the time they hear this, it'll be Wednesday. It's too late. So November 20th. So Stranger Danger. So no new episode, but let's do Snapchat for fun. Yeah. Um, we'll be able to fucking do that. It's no big yeah, deal. Yeah, it's fine, because so. it's just on our phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. We haven't taken a week off since we've started this whole journey, and we hate to do it now, but hey, everybody needs a little break here, too, so we want to soak up as much time with our family as we can while they're here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Okay, so, guys, we will catch you Monday with a whole new episode of Stranger Danger. Mm-hmm. Um, and Justine. Yes. There's a lot of desert out there. Uh, which Benny Binion said to lots of people. And you can hear more about that in uh, the Patreon episode this month. So go download that. I mean, go join, go join, go join. And this is ASMR time for you guys specifically. Yeah, it's only $5 if you want to hear the bonus episodes that you get every single month. About all the Benny Benny victims. Yeah. Hanging out in the Nevada desert. Yeah. Yeah. And Jimmy, Jimmy Hoff is there too. Probably. That's our theory. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Okay, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. (laughs) Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.